Hello, I'm Molly and this is Care Experts, brought to you by Care Credit and Pets Best. Together, the Care Credit credit card and Pets Best pet health insurance provide all the financial tools that can help you be the best pet parent you can be. Today, we are here in Oakland, California with Dr. Ayele Okine. Dr. Okine is a board-certified veterinary internist and is the founder of a mobile veterinary practice that provides ultrasound services for animal hospitals in the Bay Area. Today, we are talking about arthritis in our dogs. And Dr. Okine, we would love to just start with, what is osteoarthritis? So osteoarthritis is a degeneration of the joint cartilage. So basically the cartilage um, that surrounds the, the joint um, and that can become damaged. And not only does that get damaged, but it also starts to damage the bone underneath. So it's almost like if that joint cartilage starts to wear away enough, it's almost like bone on bone that you're walking mm -hmm. on. So it really can be a painful, um, chronic condition that we can see really in any, any dog, any breed, any time. But we do tend to see it the older that they get, just like in people. Um, but it is something that we see very commonly. What are some of the symptoms that would lead us to know that our dog has osteoarthritis? So it's kind of the same in people. So this is one of the diseases that mimics what we see in people. So being really stiff and sore in the morning, especially when a pet is first getting up, um, they might be a little bit slow to get up. They might groan when they get up. They might limp after they get up. And then with a little bit of activity and kind of lubricating the joint, moving around, they tend to feel a little bit better. But there are some pets that have such bad arthritis that no matter what activity they do, they just hurt. And so they might limp all the time. But kind of the classic is limping or being stiff or uncomfortable after a period of rest. That's kind of the classic osteoarthritis symptom. Um, and then any sort of uh, limping, lameness, uh, arthritis has to be on, on the list, on the differential list. Okay, and what is it that typically causes arthritis in dogs? We don't know, and so that's the hard part. Any, you know, we think there's a genetic component to it because we definitely see it in certain dog breeds more often than others, so like labs tend to be the poster child for it. Um, and then some of the larger breed dogs that just have a lot more weight on those joints, we can see it in those, those animals especially. So as a pet owner, I love my dogs. Obviously, I don't want to see them go through the pain of arthritis. Is there anything we can do as pet owners to prevent our dogs from getting arthritis? So probably not prevent, but definitely delay the onset of arthritis or decrease the likelihood of it happening. So keeping your pet very lean and, and thin um, on the more thin side can definitely help because the more weight that they're carrying on their joints, uh, the more stress that that puts on the joints and can precipitate arthritis. Absolutely. So is physical therapy an option for dogs that have developed arthritis or are at risk? Would you recommend physical therapy for our dogs? Absolutely. So anything that can't be done at home or if you want some ideas for things that can be done at home, physical therapy is great. Um, same within people. You don't want to just do these things once a week and expect that everything's going to be fixed. 
So anything you learn there, you definitely want to take home and continue doing those exercises that are recommended at that point. Taking your dog on a walk is a very important part of pet ownership. It's a time where you can bond with your dog, you get a little break yourself from your own life. Absolutely. You get to take your dog on a walk. But if you have a dog that the hips are starting to hurt a little bit, you're noticing arthritis or your vet's, you know, has diagnosed arthritis, can I, you know, can I still take the dog on a walk or should I not? So it depends a little bit on how severe it is. So definitely listen to your vet as far as what the recommendations are specifically for your pet. But generally speaking, yes, still going on a walk is very, very helpful. Um, because again, not only does it utilize the joint and kind of get the joint fluid moving to really bring nutrients in to help keep the joint as healthy as possible. Um, it also, again, focuses them on something else, kind of that can help with pain relief too, to not be sitting around kind of thinking about it all day. We'll be back with more care experts after this brief message from Care Credit. Thanks to Care Credit, I can take care of my best friend. Thanks to Care Credit, I can smile again. Thanks to Care Credit, I can be confident. Thanks to Care Credit, I can prepare for veterinary care. I can take care of myself again. I can be myself again. I can plan for Cooper's care. I can take care of my pug family. I can. I can. I can. I can have peace of mind. Welcome back to Care Experts. Let's continue our discussion with Dr. O'Kine. So if my dog is um, seemingly in some pain, dealing with arthritis, is there anything I can give my dog for pain relief? So there are things that can be given. Um, some of the medications are actually medications that people take as well. I don't recommend giving anything over the counter. So you know, a lot of us will take uh, Advil or aspirin or Tylenol. Those are not things that you want to give your pet. Okay. But there are other medications designed specifically for pets and some medications for people that are safe with your vet's guidance as far as dosing um, and frequency. Um, so there are things that can be given to your pet, not only for inflammation relief, but also for general pain relief. Um, what is okay and what's not okay from the human medication world to give our dogs? So you really wanna stay away from most anti-inflammatories. There's a lot of anti-inflammatories for people that are not gonna be safe for pets that are gonna be downright toxic and even you know, a single dose can put them in the hospital. Um, so those would be ones that we really wanna to try to avoid. And again, there's a few I can think about that really need your vet's guidance as far as dosing and, and making sure that they're getting the right thing. But most of the anti-inflammatories for people are gonna to be toxic to pets. We actually use quite a bit of um, pain medications for pets that are um, actually made for people. So some of the opioid families actually are medications that we'll give pets. Um, and some of their dosing is actually a lot higher than what we would give a person. So anytime I prescribe one of those medications, sometimes I'll get a call from the pharmacist saying, did you mean to, to, do you mean to write this or did you mean to call this in? And I'm like, absolutely. And you know, I point them to the literature that supports that dose. But some of those medications are actually quite safe for pets. And so we'll, we'll um, you know, if it's appropriate, um, dispense those or make those recommendations. But definitely the anti-inflammatories we'd stay away from. But again, things that you really should talk to your vet about and get their recommendation based on your pet's weight. 
So it's been a hot topic, CBD oil, for many reasons, people, animals. Um, is CBD oil safe for our dogs, especially as, as it relates to arthritis? So it actually is. So CBD does not have any of the psychoactive THC. So the THC is what gets you know, people high. Um, so avoiding that and using CBD can be very safe. We do find that it can help in a number of different um, processes throughout the body and also in some disease states. It can actually be very helpful to kind of get things back on track. Um, so it can be very safe. The issue is a lot of the formulations that are out there don't necessarily tell you exactly what the dose is, or they could have THC hidden, or you know might not be as pure as you think it is. So you really still have to be careful. There's some brands actually that are out there that um, are marketed for pets, that are tested on pets, um, even some from some of the larger veterinary universities. So there are things out there that are safe that has specific dosing that can be used. So Dr. O'Kine, are there certain breeds that are more prone to arthritis than other breeds? Um, as far as we've, we've heard about different breeds with hip dysplasia or other issues, and as far as arthritis goes, is that the same? Does the breed matter? So we do tend to see it more commonly in certain breeds. So probably Rottweilers, Labs, those are probably some of the more common breeds that we see it in. Mm -hmm. And you hit the nail on the head with saying the hip dysplasia, because that's probably the pets that we see it most often in are those pets mm -hmm. that have had some abnormality of their joint when they were youngsters, mm -hmm. especially if there's abnormal wear and tear. That's absolutely gonna set the stage for some osteoarthritis down the road. I see, that's really interesting. Well, thank you. This has been a very informative conversation on how to prevent arthritis in the many ways we can for our pets, but also how to treat it when we have an animal that's showing symptoms. So, Absolutely. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for watching. All of our featured care experts recommend and accept the Care Credit credit card, which is accepted at hundreds of thousands of provider locations nationwide. And Pets Best offers comprehensive pet insurance plans that can cover up to 90% of your pet's unexpected eligible veterinary expenses. Together, Pets Best and the Care Credit credit card allow you to have a lifetime of care for your four-legged family member. Visit carecredit.com for more information. Thanks for joining us on Care Experts with Care Credit. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share with friends and family. And stay tuned for new episodes every week. This content is subject to change without notice and offered for informational use only. You are urged to consult with your individual advisors with respect to any information presented. Synchrony and any of its affiliates, including Care Credit, collectively Synchrony, makes no representations or warranties regarding this content and accepts no liability for loss or harm arising from the use of information provided. All statements and opinions in Care Experts with Care Credit are the sole opinions of the guest. Your receipt of this material constitutes your acceptance of these terms and conditions.